RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. What's good, guys? Jerry P. Tuck here. We're about a week out of the premiere episode of A Place for My Head. But eh, we wanted to give you a little bit of a taste. So uh, we wanted to bring you an interview that Brandon Thompson did on uh, 102.5 The Bone locally here in Tampa to kind of lay out what we're doing and talk about the website and everything else. He was a guest of Mike Olivero and Monica on The Mike O Show. So uh, we wanted to bring that to you. We wanted you to hear where Brandon's coming from with everything and what he's thinking and what we're going to do on the podcast and with his website called A Place for My Head. Here's the interview. So I met our guest, Brandon Thompson. What year was that about? Like 2003, four? Yeah, three, four. 2003, like four. Yeah. I was working. I was promotion and marketing director over eight stations across the way. And I was looking for someone who could make our street team and make our events look amazing. And this guy, JJ Payone, who used to work for me, <laughs> said, I got the guy for you. This guy, Brandon. Just like Hoppy, sight unseen, I told him to come for an interview. <laughs> and I walk into my office. And it's one of those things where I thought I was getting punked. Because it's one of those things where, you know, Dan, who was our GM, was all like about appearance and the way you look and conservatorship, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I used to wear collared shirts and jeans. That was about it for me. Brandon wears a tie, short sleeve shirt, <laughs> jeans. Classy. His hair spiked up. Great. Like kid and play. Like it was like snap it to a slim gym. Yeah. And I thought I'm like, what the heck is going snap on here? To a slim gym. But needless to say, he excelled the interview. And then I had to bust his chops just a little bit. He sent over a pizza like I should be the perfect one for the radio station. He it had said the radio I station. always deliver. Always deliver, yeah. right? I always deliver. <laughs> With the radio station and pepperoni uh spelling out. it was for a ninety eight rock. So oh, I always man. deliver ninety eight rock and pepperoni. Yeah. Yep. So nice <laughs> because I'm never serious. I called him. It's like, hey, I want to thank you for the pizza. Bad oh thing God, is, bad this. cheese. Um, a lot of people went home sick today uh, throwing up, and I of course fell for it. <laughs> yeah, he fell for it. Then I, at the end, I say you got the job. So yeah. that was clever. Yeah, yeah. that was clever. I, ca- I can't take complete ownership of that. JJ had a lot of help with me on that. I'm sure. Yeah, but anyways, he got the job. Did great at the job, and then has been stepping up and up and up and just doing phenomenal, phenomenal things. So do you feel like when this happens, when he, when someone that you hired becomes successful, do you feel a little responsible for that? Like you, you caught, you saw something in him and made it happen. So I always think that I, it's my responsibility to pay it forward. Someone gave me an opportunity on a couple of times, John Cirillo with the New York Knicks when I worked for them and interned for them. And then Bill Wise, who was the program director of the very first radio station, and, and Toby McFarland, who was the person who hired me from the bank, from the Knicks. I worked in banking. And then Bill Wise hired me into radio with no radio experience. I started off as a promotion director. It says something about me. Still 31, year, 31 years <laughs> later, still a promotion director. So I haven't evolved. But you're good at it. But I've had a lot of people like Brandon. I hired Brent Hatley. I gave him his first radio job. You know, I hired other people. This one guy, Brian Corsetti, who's uh, on TV now in Los Angeles. I hire. I, I always say I hire good people. You do. Do you feel like someday, uh, you know, three to five to ten years down the road or something, you'll be like, I hired Ryan Hoppy. Uh, well, it's true. I mean, I hired him. I hired that kid. Scott Tavlin's doing great things here. Oh, Karen you Kansi, hired him? Sharon Cancio. Good for you. I hired half the damn building here. Yeah. Out loud. I mean, you hired me. Yeah, I hired you. But anyways, <laughs> let's, let's put our attention towards Brandon, who's just like... When I say that, there's people that you asked if I was proud of people. Yeah. This guy, reading his blog, the first time I read your blog, and Brandon has a place for my head.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he writes blogs. He's also up for Best Blogger of the Bay and the Creative Loafing Best of the Bay yep. Awards. So vote for him. 
over there in that that category. But the first blog I read, and Brandon, I can't say the hey, we're close, you know. I mean, he's got his family, he's got a wife, a kid, and I got my own thing going on sure. here. We see each other high by, you know, at events and stuff here and there, but nothing. We haven't really, you know, chopped it up in a while. And the first time I read his blog, I was like, holy crap, is he okay? Is something going on? <laughs> Scared for him. Because there was some stuff. I mean, if you read it, and the, the one that I'm reading now, and I read a couple times now, and this will be the third time I read it, it's, it's too loud to hear a sound. And I sent you the link to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. This stuff is so amazing. It's to the point where it's poetic and lyric material. I mean, here's just the opening paragraph. I'm stuck in the middle of minutia. How do we find ourselves here so often? I'm screaming, but no one can hear me. The single thought of losing my voice doesn't bother me, but the sounds of ignorance around me is defining. Uh Life is weird sometimes. It throws curveballs and freight trains, but it's typically easy to maneuver. But lately, it seems like voices aren't strong enough and nothing is right. Wow. That's heavy. Yeah. Where does this come from? Uh, I Look, I do not know. Uh, I wrote something a while back um, for uh, one, of my, one of my childhood best friends, and he texted me after I was done, and he goes, uh, did you write in high school? And I'm like, no, I just, I did all the bad things in high school. I didn't do anything. So I have no idea where this came from, honestly. Um, but I've always, you know, kind of been... Uh, there's a story behind uh, me being kind of anxiety ridden and trying to find ways to, you know, not be anxious all the time and, and awkward in social settings and stuff like that. And it, and it all kind of stems from, you know, when I ended the radio career after about 15 years or so and moved out to LA to go work with bands and tour manage them and whatnot, I, I experienced uh, um, a lot of different people and had to grow some super thick skin. And uh, some of the management that I worked with was very abusive. Um, not to abusive in what way? Um, uh, not physically. Not everything. Hope everything not. but physical, right? And so mentally, uh, verbally, all that kind of stuff. Just making your life a living hell day in and day out when you're on tour and you're in countries that are overseas, and you know you just feel so alone. It creates this like foggy head kind of thing. And I mean, I used to write notes to myself and how poorly I was treated sometimes. And I would tape them to the top of my bunk to, to remind myself in the morning to, to not forget what happened mm-hmm. and, and, and stay in that mood so mm-hmm. I could address it. I always would just rip it down with some gap. It had gaff tape, you know, we always had gaff tape right. and I would ball it up, run in the venue and like shred it into like 10 pieces and throw it away so nobody could find it. How did you wow. survive all that? I, I, you know, I, I wanted, I wanted to be in that industry so bad at one point. And, you know, I always say it was the best job and the worst job at the same time, because, you know, we got to do some things that not many people can buy. And the places I've been uh, all over the world, I mean, Russia and stuff like that, I can't, I can't, you know, that those parts were awesome, but all the rest of it, you can't, you can't have a family. You know, I was gone six to seven months out of the year um, on the road and stuff like that. And uh, you can't have a, a successful relationship, especially if you're living in L.A. It's just, you no, know, yeah. it's not good. L.A. is like doomsday. Exactly. The, the, that place can consume you and just chew you up and spit you out real yeah. quick. So I, I didn't want to I didn't want to be part of that. So, I, you know, I quit and I wanted to get back into media and marketing and all that kind of stuff. We're, we're talking about Brandon Thompson, who uh, has a place for my brain, a place for my head dot com is he's a blogger. He's up for best blogger of the band Creative Loafing. So get your votes in. I think the voting ends next week. I mean, just you came to the, I never knew that you could write like this. And I'm not, it's not a, it's not a slam or anything like that. But like when I read 
this and and then uh, there was the one that had the picture of um, your daughter. No, no, that's not your daughter. Okay. So, well, uh, it depends on. I've written so many. Yeah. I, I don't. I can't keep track. And the, <laughs> and what I want to emphasize on it, I I I made this site for for therapy for myself to get it's these a, yeah. thoughts out of my head. And um, what happened was, I I mean, it's magic. Yeah, that is yeah. my daughter. That yeah. one. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. It was it was magical because people started reaching out to me because I I needed a place to to not be hindered by a character limit by social mm-hmm. media sites right. and whatnot. And people started reaching out to me saying, hey, will you feature my stuff? And I'm like, wait a oh, minute. Wow. So it flipped upside down, did a 180. And now I just get messages and poems and writings and blogs from people all over the country. That's and, amazing. That that, yeah. that It's got to feel good that to know that other people can relate and that you're helping. Yeah. By helping yourself, you're helping other people. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because you mentioned character limit and that sort of thing. Um so when you find yourself writing, you know something like Mike just read, which is heavy, it's some serious stuff. Um, do you lay it all out there and type it and post it, and that's what that's what it is, or do you edit it and say, okay, well that might be a little too much, or that's you know not really. Is, is there is it just all out there, all in, no matter what, or is there some editing involved? Uh, editing, like I, it's almost like word vomit at first. Mm-hmm. Like if I start to feel something, mm-hmm. um, and that's my way of you know when I say therapy, therapy, I'll get uh, like my wife, everybody get get away. I need to sure. go right, right. Sure. Um, and I kind of just get my thoughts out like word vomit, and then I let it sit for a little bit, and then honestly, my wife is probably my number one editor. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> let, and then she, well, fights, I mean, she fixes my typos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And, and then I'll run through it a couple more times, and when it makes when it when it like resonates well, I'll post it. There you go. And so. then with with the feature bloggers that I have and the guest bloggers, I always read every single piece that I get. Um, and make sure that we're not promoting alcoholism or drug use or self-harm and all that kind of Absolutely. stuff. Your name's on it, yeah. Yeah, well, I would never want to do that, but th- it gives them a platform where they don't have the luxury of making a website or creating all these exactly. graphics. And I, you know, I give them a customized link. They can post it wherever they want to. And I usually put it on my, all my social links if it's like a super good one and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they all live on my site. These And I talk to these people all the time. The only terrifying part of it is... Unfortunately, it's, it's it's surrounded by mental health issues, yeah. sort of, because that that's the type of writing that I kind of I get from these people. Some of it's like sappy love, which is great. I no, write no, that no, too. What about your daughter? It's almost like it brings you to tears. <laughs> just like I mean, in a good way. It's it's, right. it's beautifully written, very well. Well, and, and along that lines, I know, um, and, and Mike kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, um, but at, you know, there's a lot of work put into this, obviously, and a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever think about? putting it to music or is in your head at all or or is that something that you would be open to if someone else saw this and wanted to put it to music oh absolutely well I'm working with a band right now Um, there's no like name we're just at very beginning stages right now Um, and I'm really excited about it I got a drummer that is just phenomenal and I can't wait to get him like going uh but there's a uh, there's a blog title that is uh, what lies within mm-hmm. and that's going to become a song oh good no yeah. that's exciting to- so, yeah that's a, that's an example of me angry so i can be angry i can right. be dark i can be super sappy and, and lovey-dovey about my family and stuff like that but i'm all over the place so uh, emotional guy to the core for right. sure well, it's a good, you have, a no, good thing you have an outlet not, <laughs> not that I've ever witnessed that <laughs> yeah so, so I mean, and, then, and then where did this modeling career come from on top of it all the pictures are just like 
Not, not, not to sound like you know homo or anything, but you sa- I mean, you're getting better with age. <laughs> I, 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 I hope just, that's the case. Did you just know homo him? I didn't know <laughs> no, but it's like you know the one thing is I. All right, so people who work for me, there are certain people who work for me who I'm close. You, Hoppy, Brandon was that guy who. I care about the people that work for me. It's not just like a supervisor in a, you know, subordinate role. Yeah, it's you like, and I have good chats. I, I never say yeah. like, oh, I'm your boss, do this. It's yeah. always like partnership because if you don't feel partnership, then you're not going to succeed in your job. I'm not going to succeed in mine. And I don't do that for manipulative reasons. I do it just because, hey, we're in this together. If you screw up, I screw up. Uh-huh. I mean, because I'm going to get called in the office. I can't mm-hmm. say, well, Hoppy played the wrong song to start the show off. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, I told her to do it. I didn't check. It's my fault. But anyways, continue. So, but it's just like, it's just amazing that like the pictures you're taking, it just, everything is just going perfectly together. Yeah. And I, and it's, it's, it's so crazy how it happened. Um, just being on the phone and doing band work stuff, trying to get URLs from, um, buying URLs for different people to get them back for the bands I'm working with. And it, I just asked for a place for my head.com because it makes so much sense. It's all this stuff <laughs> in my head. Where can I put it? And, um, it was available. So I bought it on the spot. So how quickly from thought to, uh, to putting it out there, did it happen? I mean, was it something that you thought about for a long time or is it just like, hey, I'm going to start doing this tomorrow? Obviously, you put some serious thought into this. Uh, As far as like, I I wanted to create a blog site. I wanted a website and then I made it. And we're talking about mm, maybe beginning of March. Wow. So and now the Facebook page is twenty seven follow twenty seven thousand followers plus. Wow, um, it's you know it, I don't know what's happening, but in, now we have a podcast that's, that's launching on September first with my good buddy Jerry P. Tuck, uh, radioinfluencer dot com. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's a Jerry's great guy. Awesome. And and you know he 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 he's he's so involved with with I mean he's the podcast guy. He knows what he's doing and I'm just there to talk, but uh, he, he's got a lot of this stuff going on in his head as well. So he's been thinking about a project like this for years and years. So is it you guys together? Are you mm-hmm. solo hosting it or? Okay. You, no, no, no. Yeah. It's just, it's me and him and, and uh, he drives and I just talk. Very good. How long is it going to be? 30 minutes, an hour? Uh, it depends. Varies? Yeah. We, we just did a, like, I don't want to say three or four or something like that that, that are done already. And then uh, uh, I think the press release goes out Monday. And Very once cool. once the press release goes out, then uh, there'll be one available, and it officially launches on September second. So, and it's going to be called a place for my head. Really? Yes. Very cool. So, obviously, the focus in the last year, especially year and a half, between the deaths of Chester and Chris Cornell. Yeah, it, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this mental health is a serious issue that is touching a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. People who are gunning down people, it's a mental yeah. health issue. It's yeah. not, you know, people like to say it's guns. But to get and pick up that weapon, you have to have something going on between your ears that isn't quite all there. Right. I mean, and that's, I mean, it's just a focus that people are kind of maybe are starting to turn the corner and say, hey, we need to look at this a little bit more. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think like, you know, with the suicide rate going up and whatnot, it's, it's something that needs to be talked about. And like, why is it so taboo? You know, like, why, why is it like the the stigma not, it's not appropriate to talk about sometimes like these people need to be heard. And uh, like the Chester thing, like that man that hit hard i was on I know, vacation I saw, I, yeah i saw your tweets and your social media on yeah that. and i mean i wasn't like you know with this gigantic lincoln park fan or anything i was a fan of that dude like i mean he was just a good person good man good husband you know did so many different qualities good, right good father like just a good dude and the happiest dude you could be around and then boom yeah, we met and sat with him before yes and, and that's stage of shows and stuff and, yeah and through touring and stuff so it's like it, you just don't know, you know, he never wore any of that mm-hmm. on the outside. And then all of a sudden 
boom, just like that. I was shocked by it. I was completely torn. <laughs> you know, between that, uh, Chris Cornell, you could see by some of the dark lyrics that he wrote, it's like, okay, he's there might be something a little left to center for him and not to discount what happened. I mean, it's, it's a serious issue that, yeah. like you said, we need to talk about it. There mm-hmm. needs to be a deeper discussion about it, deeper conversation about it, because it's not one of those things you got to tuck away in a closet and go like, okay, well, exactly. this doesn't exist. Exactly, yeah. And it, it could, I mean, there's so many different things. Like one of the first things I ever wrote and and, and what, like you talked about at the beginning, uh, uh, is he okay? Is he okay? It's called Addressing the Demons. And it really lists out a bunch of different mental health issues like bipolar, anxiety, um, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. I mean, when tour dates used to come out from my manager, I would go into a panic attack. Why? Because I knew I was going back out on the road and I was going to have to deal with the abuse again. What was the long... Oh, that's... So what? what is the longest period that you were on the road for? Oh, probably like eight, oh, eight weeks at a time usually. So did you ever address it with uh, them? No, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know that that was the trigger because there were many other things that I started as I got older and smarter than my childhood that started to make sense like, oh, maybe that's why I'm this way. Is he still in the business? He is still in the business. Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. they, do you think ever one day there might be a conversation about it? Uh, like what, what he made me feel? Anything. I, I have, have confront that demon. That has, that has happened recently. Really? Good for you. Yeah. Good so you. Uh, that's awesome. I was completely transparent with this person and, um, you know, was that's it therapeutic that. for you? Closure of any kind, or it, was it just something that needed to be done? And, and regardless of what happened after? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it absolutely needed to be done. I think, um, uh, yeah, yeah. He was just, he was, he was very, very abusive. Was there and, an acknowledgement on his part uh, or an apology re- or anything? Nothing, nothing that felt like real. Just that, oh, I had no idea, bro. Like, okay. See, whatever. that's what I was just going to say. A lot of times <laughs> in those situations, the, the abuser doesn't recall it the same way as the person that they abused. Right. And it's, it's such a sucky feeling for the person who was mentally, emotionally, whatever abused because it's, it, it doesn't. I feel like I would want some validation. Like these were real feelings that you had. You were legitimately upset and, and, and traumatized. And to, to have the person who caused that to not acknowledge it to me is would, would cause me to go to a place in my head or yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and then, ha- and then ha- have to get that out. Yeah. I, I literally walked off the bus in Switzerland and quit and then got chased down and brought back in. And I, I mean, I probably quit four or five times to his face and then, you know, I still kept going. It's like a, a battered person or yeah. wife keep yeah. going back and back exactly. and back and back. And, back. and mm. to them, they don't think they're doing anything wrong. They're exactly. just doing their job, but that's, that's, you know, that's narcissism at, at its, Complete. at its finest. Right. Absolutely. So. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's no, just yeah. not a, that's, and the good, but what I like about this, if, you know, we can glean something positive out of this is that you, you obviously made it through, but then you have this outlet that you have and other people that are coming mm-hmm. around you and saying, yeah, that happened. And guess what? Let's get these feelings out and let's, let's yeah. acknowledge that this is happening and hopefully make it less taboo and hopefully let other people. Right. And the, and out. all that, all the feedback I get from the people that send me stuff, they're just like, thank you so much for doing this. And I'm like, that's, that's so rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that the site has purpose at that point. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Brandon Thompson from a place for my He's also up for best blogger in the creative loafing best of the Bay awards, which I think the voting ends a week from this coming Tuesday. Yeah. August 28th. I think we got Ray Rowe from creative loafing coming in next week to pump up the last weekend of it. Give him but, a sticker. Yeah. Give him a, definitely <laughs> give him a sticker. Yes. Editorial pick. But I mean, so this is an amazing thing that you're doing. And like, like you said that, you know, people are emailing it. I think if you help one person, I think the mission's accomplished, Yep. but I mean, I think 
for me and for what I'm reading and the things that I'm seeing on this site, which is very well done, I think it's just the beginning for you. I hope. I think it's just the beginning. I think I if there's so many things that this could just go and do power and do things for good. Yeah, you know, that's they say do I, things yeah. for good versus exactly. evil. This is definitely a do I good versus I just want to help people, man. That's, I, and, and, and you it's, are. It's a, fine, it's a gray area right now because of the, the, the subject matter. And I'd love to team up with like some nonprofits and stuff and really, cool. really make a difference. Very cool. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you back again for Mental Health Awareness Month. Sure, just absolutely. Um, I think we'd love to go a little bit deeper on this. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, how else can we t- tell us how people can find you on social media and yeah, I'm, and uh, website, plug it again. Instagram is at Brandon Promo, at Brandon Promo on Twitter. And then the official Facebook page is a place for my head, capital D-O-T com like it's spelled out dot com Perfect. kind of thing um and yeah that's uh, those are my my platforms and vote for him vote for him guys please and ladies thank please, you please anything else you want to add in closing uh no thank just thank you for having me obviously uh great like, the first x is no segment and i didn't plan it that way but you know when an x that's done good yeah yeah i guess <laughs> i guess no you know. I, I gotta say that and I, not that you need my validation but i'm so proud of you and what you're doing and it's just great to see people grow and really accomplish amazing things. And I just think that you are just doing just amazing work, amazing work. And it's just phenomenal. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And you're an honest mentor of mine and you, ha- and you're, you're a part of what the, you know, my past and, and how I got here. So I just kiss you, you guys. Yeah, just no, do it. Well, I, the, one, the one thing I read, <laughs> the one thing I read is just like, this is, uh, this is for some of the people who've done wrong to me. And some of the people I'd like, just think oh, about that. I hope it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I, like I said, I gave him a hard time myself, but at the end of the day, I always try to protect those uh, that I care about as much as I possibly can. All right, guys, again, we're about a week out. I can't believe we're only a week out from the premiere episode of A Place for My Head. If you haven't already, don't forget you can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and, of course, you can listen right here at RadioInfluence.com. New shows will come out every Monday, and uh, we look to see you next week. So uh, until then, hope everybody has a a good week, and uh, don't forget the hashtag, get it out. See you then. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.